thing. We don't normally do it like this, but every now and then I, I, I really experience in my heart that we have to do it this way. And we're going to have a big focus this year on the Word. We're going to have a big focus this, this year on the Word because this is my Bible. It helps me deal with my past. It tells me how to live today. And it gives me hope for the future. This is my Bible. This is, this is, this is food for my spirit. All right, so if you would open up so long at Matthew 11, verse number 25. I'm just waiting for the, them to finish the offering. And then I'm going to ask you to stand with me, please. We're going to just, would you just stand with me? Yep, stand up. We're going to read from the word standing. We're just going to give it a bit of a, it's an act of honor. It's just saying, listen, the word is important. You know, we stand for anthems. You know, when we sing the anthem, what do we do? We stand. And the person doesn't stand up, what do we think of them? Hey, you're disrespectful. Stand up, man. This is more important than some anthem. Let's read this together. At that time, Jesus answered and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you've hidden these things from the wise and the prudent and have revealed them to babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in your sight. All things have been delivered to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, nor does anyone know the Father except the Son. And the one to whom the Son wills to reveal Him, the Father. Come to me, all who are labor, labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for your word, Jesus. Thank you that we can read this and we want to honor this this morning. We want to elevate the word this morning. We want to elevate your words. We want to elevate you, Jesus. Because in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus, we elevate you. In Jesus' name, amen. You may take your seat. Thank you so much. So the message, I want to title it 2023. I'm not speaking like a Dutchman. I'm playing with words, okay? Free, F-R-E-E. -E. Okay, 2023. Hashtag 2023. Okay, the year of freedom. So we cannot, I was sharing with the, the people praying with us, and you are welcome to pray with us on Sunday mornings from half past eight, uh, that we, no man can coordinate the word like the Lord. We started in Matthew, I don't know, maybe April last year, somewhere there, maybe earlier than that, I don't know. And because we, we're working through the book of Matthew this morning, this piece is a New Year's message. It is a New Year's message. I don't have to go look for it, it's right there. This is what you're going to minister on. This is a New Year's message. This is for the new year. 2023. 
Okay, I've started the hashtag all over on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube. You just, it's there. Go like the hashtag, please. Okay, so the first thing we got to read here and understand together is at that time, Jesus answered and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and the prudent and have revealed them to babes. Number one, Jesus is speaking to his father. All the time, there's this connection. Jesus is seeking connection with his heavenly father. Can you see he's not addressing him as, oh God in heaven? Because God is a title, it's just a title. Father is a name of endearment. Do you know that? This connectivity. God, the word God, is a far off, distant concept. And Afrikaans Tlankaisua, for those English people that are listening on the podcast, Oogot. And what does that sound like? Have you heard people speak Oogot? God here and God there, God yeah and God there and God this and God that, God, 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 God. And I don't even know who they're talking about. But I do know what their heart's revealing because what the heart is full of the mouth runs over. That they've got no clue who he is. All they see is a tyrant. With a big long belt that will beat you if you don't get it right. Listen to what Jesus says here. I love this. I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you've hidden these things from the wise and the prudent and revealed it to babes. Number one, that wise and prudent, I want to read it to you. The word wise is the Greek word. Now, I'm not a Greek scholar. I've got this off the Strong's Concordance. You're welcome to go check me out. Sophos, S-O-F-O-S, which means to have clear vision and to be wise. So God is hiding this away from those people that are spiritually wise, that are financially wise, that are intellectually wise. And He's saying the prudent is sunetos, S-U-N-E-T-O-S, the mentally put together, the mentally sharp people. I've learned a new word. Sagacious. S-A-G-C-I-O-U-S. Having shown or have a keen mental discernment and good judgment, wise or shrewd. God's hidden it from them. The Father has hidden it. He's revealed it to babes. The word babes there. Is the simple-minded people. What's he saying? I'm not coming to you on an intellectual level. I'm not talking to your, your intellect. I don't want to show myself. See, the Lord Jesus didn't die on the cross to prove that he's clever or that he's right or that he's got the answers. He died on the cross for one reason. It's to prove that he loves you. Love is a matter of the heart. It's relational. You approach your spouse. 
with the attitude of I am more clever than you and see how far you get. Man, you're going to sleep on welcome. I'm telling you. You're going to still hop your food and it's going to be salty. You start piling that scale. I did this and you must do this and I, you must do this and I did that. You start packing that scale. Guess what happens to a scale when it's packed on both sides? It breaks. If we go into relationship with intellect and deeds and outperforming, and we're packing that scale, that's not relationship. The Father, Jesus said, Father, thank you that you hit these things from the intellectual, from, from performance. So what did he hide? And just a quick, very quick summary from the whole of chapter 11 that we've ministered in. Jesus answered to John the Baptist the Messiah's credentials. Remember, John asked, are we, are we looking for you or is it somebody else? And, he said, no. and Jesus said, yeah, the credentials of the Messiah, and this is what's happening. You can go listen to that four or five or six weeks ago on Facebook. John is the forerunner of Jesus. He's also Elijah come back. The kingdom of heaven is taken by the violent. The spiritual is violent. Remember that message that we brought a couple of weeks ago? Jesus versus John. I named it Nazarene versus the Nazarite. Remember that far? Okay. And then miracles must lead to repentance. Now that's just a very short, shallow synopsis. There are books written over chapter 11 up to your books. Books and books and books of what has been revealed. But the, the crux of it is that Jesus is the Messiah. Amen. That you cannot come to the Father except by Jesus. You cannot come to the Father via Mary. You cannot come to the Father via Allah, Muhammad, Buddha, Hare Krishna. You cannot come to the Father. And I shall both time. My Father makes better both time than yours. You can't. You can only come to the Father through the Son. And if you reject the Son, Jesus Christ, you reject the Father. That's it. You cannot come to the Father by good works. You cannot come to the Father by coming to church, by reading your Bible. You cannot come by being religious and caught up in tradition. I must light my candle. I must wash my hands. I don't know what else. Incense. You can't. It doesn't impress God. You can only come to Him through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross. This is what these, so that's, this is hidden from the wise. Remember, He's talking, and there are Pharisees and Sadducees and educated people. There are all these people from different churches. I, you ask people, yeah. Um, so, what's your belief? Have you heard the answers? Now I'm Catholic. Really? Where's that scripture? Where you get that scripture? I'm a Baptist. Where's that scripture? I'm a Methodist. I'm a Lutheran. Where's that scripture? I can show you the scripture that says that you are a child of God. 
1 John 12. It's there. I can show it to you. I can tell you the scripture that says that you are saved by Christ, by grace alone, by faith alone, by Jesus. I can show it to you. So, what are you? What are you? I'm a living wordist. Can't find it there. We're just children of God. Jesus reveals the Father. If you want to see the Father, you want to know what God in heaven is like. You want to see His personality, His character trait. Look at Jesus. Just look at Him. So Jesus walks past a prostitute. What does He do? No, no, no. Just, no, no. That's not what He does. He goes to her and He ministers to her. He loves her. Jesus finds a person caught in adultery. What do we do? Kick them out. Oh, Skinner, all over. That you hear. Taka, 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 taka. What does Jesus do? You, have this first, you, without sin, cast the first stone. Go for it, sir. See, people living in glass houses can't throw stones. You can't. Jesus finds a leper, somebody with COVID. <laughs> what does he do? Put on his mask. <laughs> Run away. No. He goes to him and he heals him. Jesus finds a deaf or a mute person. You want to see what the Father is like? Look at Jesus. Jesus stands outside of the south coast, Jerusalem. And he looks at this sinful city. What does he do? He cries. He cries for his people. He doesn't say, oh, they lost. What does the Father do? Jesus reveals the Father. The Father cries over His people. That's why He gave His Son. It's written there. Did you read that part? Can we go through there? It says, All things have been delivered to me by my Father, and no one knows the Father except, no one knows the Son except the Father, nor does anyone know the Father except the Son. And the one to whom the Son wills to reveal Him, the Father. He reveals, Jesus reveals the Father. You see, we're coming to, that's just intro. That's just intro. We're going to take up an offering for that part, and then we'll do the next part. <laughs> that's just the intro. We're coming to 2023. You see, when you understand, when you and I understand that Jesus reveals the Father, and the Father has come, has made a way so that we can obtain mercy in a time of need, run to His throne. Does it say that in the Bible, in Hebrews? We can come with boldness and liberty and run to the throne to obtain mercy and grace in a time of need. See, God doesn't say, oh, you're a sinner. First, stop drinking. First, stop this. And first, stop that. I remember when I was in the army, Coming from the canteen the one night. It's probably 
March, April, on a Wednesday night. Who's been in the army? I get on the army guys. Wednesday night is canteen night, eh? Hey? And the girls, and you can have two beers, you know, and you line up for those two beers. It's like a token. Thank you. <laughs> and but coming from the from the, 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 the canteen, you have to go through the mess. And in the mess on the Wednesday night, here's these guys, and they are crazy people. They're doing the Jesus thing. There's about 20, 30 guys, young guys. They're reading their Bible and they're singing together. There's some guy with a guitar, doing the Jesus thing. And the one guy comes to me, my son, I still remember his name. And he's like, yeah, I know this. And then he's trying to explain the gospel to me. And I still remember going to my room. I have a shower and go to my room. I need to first get some cleanness. I need to be clean to come to him. And I can't be clean enough. So nothing lasted. Nothing happened. I experienced the voice of God. I, I had the goosebumps on my neck. But nothing happened internally. Because I still felt I had to do something to please Him. To be acceptable. That's how we view the world around us. That's not how the Father views. So come, come. I'm enjoying this. Are you enjoying this? I am enjoying this. Praise the Lord. Listen, listen to. Come to me, all who, who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. 2023 is the year of freedom. But you have to come to the Lord. You have to seek the Lord. You and I have to seek Him. Isaiah 61, that up, Isaiah 61 says that the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. So I want you to say, the, say this after me. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. It is upon you. The Spirit of the Lord is upon you. Okay? Because the Lord, it says Jehovah, the Lord has anointed me. Who's me? Maksha. Me. To preach good tidings to the meek. He has sent me to bind up brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. Next verse. To proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. You and I need to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor, 2023. You are free to lay down some stuff and you are free to pick up some stuff. And the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them a garden of ashes, a garland for ashes, an oil for joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that He may be glorified. You see, but it starts with, come. It starts with, seek the Lord. Jeremiah 29, 13 is, seek me and you will find me. Matthew 7, 7 says, knock and it will open, seek and it will be found. 
All right. Who would like 200 Rand? Is there anybody here that would like 200 Rand? Okay. Now remember, the Lord is not speaking to the sophisticated. The Lord is not speaking. He says, Father, thank you that you've hidden this from the sophisticated, but you've revealed it to babes. There's 200 Rand hidden in this auditorium. That's not on the stage, not in the sound booth in that area. Seek and you'll find. See, do you, who wants 200 Rand? Who wants 200 Rand? Seek and you will find. Can you see what sophistication does? Sophistication says, I'm not going to get up and I'm not going to look because what are people going to think about me? Sophistication says, no, I'm going to make a nana of me. There's 200 Rand. I stuck it down here. Now it's in the auditorium. It's in the auditorium. 200 Rand. This is seek and you will find. Seek and you will find. Sophistication is what will people think of me? Pride will stop me from looking. Seek and you will find. The scripture is true. It's not on the stage. It's not on the stage. It's in the auditorium. Do you want 200 rand? It's not on the stage. It's not on the stage. Some people don't want 200 rand. They're just sitting. I don't want 200 rand. It's 200 rand. Seek it and you will find it. Can you see? No, it's right there. It's right there in the auditorium. Huh? Seek and you will find. <laughs> huh? No. I want you to seek. Don't be shy. It's yours. No, it's not. It's there. It's there. It's 200 rand. It's yours. It's Petra Geld Heistu. It's there. Seek and you will find. You see, what will sophistication do? It will cause me not to look. No. <laughs> we're doing church different this morning I want you to get out of the mold of being caught up it's before the sound desk no it's not up there I, I could get there without All right, let's take our seats. I'll reveal later. I'll reveal later. Let's carry on with the message. One person actually touched it. One person touched it now. Let's use that. Sit down. Let's use that. You see, some people come so close to God. They touch Him, but they never take it. They never take what He has. 
You see, I want, you, I want you to understand, God is calling us into deeper relationship. And in that relationship, there is freedom. And the Lord speaks to Moses. And He says, Moses, remember from the fiery bush? He said, Moses, take off your shoes. You're standing on holy ground. Now we all think he just takes off his shoes and he's got nice socks, wearing nice socks. No, no. He's wearing leather sandals in a desert, walking after sheep. When he takes off those shoes, what's the smell like? There's some toe jam involved. You see, when God calls us closer, he doesn't want us sophistication. He doesn't want our intellect. He wants us to come who and as what we are, seeking Him. You see, we can put up our, our social personalities, all friendly and beautiful and gemakeup and gesheif. But God sees into the heart of man. He says, are you truly seeking? You can fool yourself, and you can fool other people, but you can never, ever, ever fool the King of Kings and the Lord, because He sees right through us. In Deuteronomy 8, God says, I've taken you these 40 years into the desert to reveal to you what's in your heart. He's speaking to Israel. God knows what's in their heart. He took them into the desert to show them that they might know what's in their hearts. Do you want God to take you into the desert so that you can see what's going on here? Or are you just going to seek Him and take off your shoes and take off the pretense? Say, I'm coming. 2023, I'm getting free of everything that is not of God. I'm getting free of every mask, every pretense, everything that I'm okay, you're okay. I'm getting free. I'm going to come with my toe jam and all, and I'm going to come to the King of, I'm going to seek Him. I'm going to hunger for Him, that He might come and change the inside of me. Seek Him. But sophistication won't get me out of my chair. Sophistication won't get me out of my bed. Sophistication will always let me worry about what the guy next to me thinks. And God hides it, hides it from them. He hides it from the people that are so wise and so prudent and so sophisticated and got it all together. And it's mentally there. And I've got all the intellect. He says, I hide it. And I give it to you, babe. I give it to those who hunger. I give it to those who seek me. I give it to those who really want me. I give it to those that say, I am lost without you. I am nothing. I'm distraught. I've come to naught. I need a Savior. I, I'm not good enough. He gives it to those. Because he reveals to them the Father. Reveals the Father. He says, I want to show you the beauty of the Father. Let's look at this text. Come to me, all who, are, who labor. That word labor is to work hard. Weariness. Tired. Exhausted. At the end of their wit. Overwhelmed. Labor to be somebody. Labor to impress people. 
labor to get what I need. Come all who labor, toil. Come those who are heavy laden, who carry the burdens of life, carry the burdens of their past, carry the burdens of their mistakes and their sins, carry the burdens of where they come from, what their father has spoken, carry the burden of unforgiveness, carry the burden of resentment, carry the weight of the world, and you hear people speak like that, Akit Briescoe, of the broad shoulders, bring it on, and they're boasting in that which the Lord wants. Take it. You've got to seek Him. You've got to seek Him. To be free, you need to seek Him. This is the year to proclaim this. 2023. This is the year to say, I'm getting past that. I no longer want to pull all that weight. I no longer want to have my past define me. I want my past to remind me, but not define me. All my failures. Maybe I didn't finish school. Maybe I never went to university. Maybe I've had six businesses that failed and I've been being declared bankrupt. Maybe I've been as sick as a dog. Maybe this is my fourth marriage. Maybe I've been addicted to so many things over the last year. Maybe I... May, Bring that burden that you carry to Him. But you've got to seek Him. You ain't going to do it. You're not going to find it. Listen to what you will find. It says, And I will give you rest. Rest. To just be. How many people I find they can't be? They always have to perform. They always have to run around and fix things and pack things right and alphabetical and clean a cup and make sure everything is right and everybody is right. There's no rest in them because internally it is so upset and there's such a lack that my external environment has to be perfect. There's no rest there. There's no peace there. I'm not saying live like a pig. What I'm saying, so there's a place of rest. Jesus says, I am your rest. I am your Sabbath. So now I don't have to hold on to laws. I don't have to look at these things. Oh, I need to maintain the Sabbath and we can't have Christmas and you can't perform and you must wear a tie. And please make sure your shoes are polished. No, rest. And they won't look at your husband or your wife to supply that peace anymore, that rest anymore. And you won't burden your children to perform so that you can feel good inside. Look at my child. Push the poor kid into the ground to perform. I'm not saying we must settle for mediocrity. No excellence because the spirit of god is his excellent spirit it's inside of you it resides in you there's excellence that must come out 
I'm enjoying this. <laughs> See, listen to what it says. He's come to me all who are labor and heavy laden. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. That yoke is a balance beam. When we get connected with the main ox, that's Jesus, there's a balance that comes to my life. He brings perspective. He brings balance. That I'm not overly labored and I'm not lazy. That it's balanced. That I'm ambitious but not overly ambitious because it will not satisfy the need. He satisfies. He gives me the rest and the peace and He reveals the Father to me. He reveals that I am loved. I am accepted. That the Father loves me. Just think of that. The Father loves you. The God who sits on the throne of heaven and earth, the Father of all creation, loves you. He likes you. He likes the way you look. He's satisfied with you. You don't have to get a belly ring to satisfy Him. You don't have to pierce your tongue or tattoo your whole body. He loves you. You don't have to be in with the guys and see how much you can drink and snort and how many lines on the list you can make. Your hit list. You don't have to. You don't have to buy love by dressing inappropriately, madam, young girl. You can cover because your father loves you. You are valuable to him. You don't have to trade off your friendships with people so that you can be liked everywhere because you're liked in heaven. Amen. Come on. You're liked in heaven. God's scepter is stuck out towards you. Say, this is the year of favor. This is the year of favor. It excites me. You don't have to go down that avenue to be cool, to indebt yourself, to roam and steal. You don't have to do that. You are loved. You can lay that down. What you can take up is because I've got some favor, I'm going to try some stuff. If God is for me, who's going to be against me? I'm going to apply for a position that I'm not qualified for. I'm going to tender for a position that the laws of this country won't give me. Because God's for me. Who can be against me? If He opens that door, who can close it? Who can stop me if God is for me? He says, I take captive captivity. I open the prison doors. So I can take my habit and put it down because that door's open and I'm going out. Thank you very much. Hello? I'm no longer going to think like a poor man. That door's open. I'm going out. I'm not in the twilight of my life. I'm like Caleb. 
Give me the high grounds at 80, Lord. We're going. Twenty twenty three. It's the year. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. You see, you need to learn from him. The sophisticated, the mentally clever, the skilled, everything that I know, they can't learn from him. Because you need humility to learn. You need to say, I don't know. I don't have the answers. I haven't got it figured out. Well, I've been serving the Lord 40 years. Boo-hoo. How many people have you led to the Lord? Because that's the only thing you can go show the Father. Father, look. I was concerned about them. And I brought them to the gospel. Father, I was concerned about the children. And I started ministering in my church. And, and there's some child that prayed with me, Lord. That's what you can take to the Lord. Not 40 years of experience. And not books and books and volumes and volumes of knowledge. But souls. Come learn from Him. Come learn from Him. Learn from Him. There's a humility that we need. For I am gentle. Jesus is not a brute. He's not forceful. He's not going to give you hiding. He's not going to punish you. He's not going to whip you. He's not going to embarrass you. He's not going to set you up for failure. He's, not going to, he's gentle. And he's lowly of heart. Do you know what that lowly of heart means? He doesn't think much about himself. The king of kings, walking on the face of the earth, had no arrogance. He didn't expect people to give him a place to sleep. He would sleep in the felt with his head on a rock. He never expected to, people to treat him in a certain way. Plastic bag for you, madam. Yes, where's the packer? No, not Jesus. He goes and packs his own stuff. Yes, the trolley and two rand. No. He will walk that trolley and spend the time with that trolley guy. He didn't think much of himself. He didn't make himself hoo-ha. Yet, listen carefully, he never sold himself short. He said, I am the Son of God. I can show you the scripture where you are called child of God. No arrogance there. That's humility. To be, God says you are, is humility. To be something else is arrogance and haughtiness. Come learn from me. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. I am gentle and lowly of heart lowly it's not beneath me to clean a toilet it's not beneath me to wash your dirty feet it's not beneath me to heal your most ugly sickness off of you it's not beneath me to take your sin and put it on me and die on a cross that's jesus 
You want to become free this year. Seek Him. Seek Him. Don't, don't worry about what other people are going to say. At the end of the day, you're not going to stand in front of them. They're not going to say, oh, good or faithful servant, or get away from me. I don't know you. It's Him. Seek Him. Impress Him. Hunger for Him. Let's close our eyes. Father, thank you for your word. I'm so stirred up right now, Lord. I don't even want to stop preaching. Lord, but we seek you. We want to come past all the window dressing, Lord. And we want to say, Father, we need you. We hunger for you. This morning, if you, if you are serious about the Lord, if you are seeking him, really, really seeking him, I want you to be unsophisticated. I want you to be, take off your shoes, verbally, and come to the front and come kneel in front of the throne. We want to pray with you. Lord, we hunger for you. We need you. We want to be free this year. We want to be free, Father. We need your spirit to come and touch us this morning. We want to forget, Lord, we want to come past the outer courts. We want to come past where everybody's looking at us. And we want to come to a place where we can look at you like Moses, face to face. And the glory of your presence, Lord, come like a cloud over us. We want to hide in your glory. We want to hide in your cloud. The cloud that comforts, the cloud that gives rest, the cloud that protects us and hides us from the enemy as they pursue us out of Egypt. You brought a cloud between us. Your glory, Lord. Your glory. Lord, you see us this morning on our knees. Hungry for you. Kit, will you come sing Amazing Grace? We hunger for your grace, Lord. We want to we realize once again, Lord, that without you, when nothing come reveal to us, come give us. Your rest. Come make us free, Lord. Where there's addiction, will you remove it this morning? Where there's fear to do something, will you remove the fear? Make us free to take up some stuff, take up some responsibility, to enlarge in our territories. 
Lord, we want to come and hide in your glory, in your amazing grace. We want to seek you. We are seeking you. We are seeking you. No, we don't have much. We might have a song to And attend the heart this morning. Forgive us our sins. Forgive us our iniquities. Jesus, we need you. Amazing grace how sweet the sound sing a wretch like me I once was lost but now I'm found blind but now I see that taught my heart to fear grace my fears relief how precious did that grace appear the hour I first believed my chains are gone, I've been set free. My God, my Savior, has ransomed me. And like a flood, His mercy reigns, unending love, amazing grace. Lord has promised good to me. He's worth my hope secure. He will my shield and portion be as long as life endures. My chains are gone, I've been set free. My God, my Savior, has ransomed me. And like a flood, His mercy reigns, unending love, amazing grace. My chains are gone, I've been set free. My God, my Savior, has ransomed me. And like a flood, His mercy reigns, unending love, amazing grace. Father, we thank you for your grace. Lord, I want to bless your children this morning. 
I want to bless them with freedom. I want to proclaim over their lives freedom. This is the year of the Lord. The good and acceptable year of the Lord. I bless them, Lord, with, with your presence binding up their broken hearts. I bless them, Lord, with open prison doors. I bless them with the knowing that they are acceptable to you. In the mighty name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. We want to pray with you. If you want to remain behind, you feel like people must pray with you this morning. We are here. Otherwise, we're going to ask you, you're welcome to go home. God bless you and have an awesome week.